Ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined now by a very fine artist in, a, in her own right, but she has just got a very nice established group going together right now, named Southern Fried Groove Queens. It's Lucy Piper. How are you doing? Hey, good evening. Good Thank evening. you for having me, teenage. Do you know what? It's great sitting down talking to you and having the chats that we have off of the mic, but we're going to go for it with the mic. Uh, first off, congratulations on this new project that you've got going on. Those that don't know you, you are a very, very busy, talented drummer in many, many uh, bands and artists uh, flavoured areas if i could say but then you've got this one now southern fried groove queens and you're getting quite a lot of uh positive uh things going on around you explain where's it come from from somebody that's so busy with the industry yeah uh well this band has been going now for on and off for around three years i'm actually three years again lockdown uh we we're both in different bands at the time and um, both doing a little piece for a music channel. Someone introduced us, because uh, there's not many people around here, especially our age, not that I'm ageist, mm -hmm. um, having played with mostly older guys most of my life. Um, yeah, but we we were sort of introduced to each other at the time. You know, I just lost my dad, who was a blues musician, uh, who I was in a band with, and his band was my main band at the time so i was kind of lost musically and obviously a huge hole in my heart and yeah when i uh heard lee sing and play it was not that it was ever gonna you know kind of fulfill or fill the hole that was there but it was he was the best person i've heard in quite some time he really uh got me I don't know. I was just like, I have to work with this guy um, before I even knew him, which was, which is always dangerous, isn't it? Um, mm -hmm. It comes with its trials and tribulations. But no, we've had a really, uh, been a bit, bit of a roller coaster for different reasons that I could go into, but we're in a very good place now. And we've had a really busy couple of years um, touring across the UK, playing obviously loads festivals uh ticket shows been to norway to wales we're coming up north again for the second time in six months and um, yeah it's been going really well it's exciting to see how the band has got its own little momentum going on can't remember what the question was now don't you worry about but, that it's, it's just how established you are already i don't know the name the name that you're making already in the industry not just because of your self and what you've got going on in your background of play, playing with some greats but this band what have just come out of nowhere and you the, you have to work hard to get the name that's first thing everybody but you've already established yourselves because of the talent that you've got between yourselves and the sound that you've created you know is that something yeah. that you expected to happen straight away or did you think you're gonna have to work a little bit harder than you have you have worked hard well yeah i think the fact we were both already, Lee's got another band as well, and I was playing with some other bands too. Um, we've already both got, obviously between us, quite a few contacts. Not that it's anything to do with contacts though, because we still had to work to convince everyone that's booked us. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always a risk for a venue or festival when they've never seen you play before and you're new on the scene. Uh, but I think it was a mixture of both coming, you know, from being established 
musicians already. Um, also just people seeing us in person, like what the hell is this? Because for two people, we do make a massive sound. Mm-hmm. Lee's got his guitar going for a bass amp, so, and he's got a sort of reggae dub background. That's what mm-hmm. his other band, De Chura Roots Collective, they, they play that kind of music. So he's used to this like thick bass sound. So he's combining essentially like Delta Blues with a dubby bass. And then I'm adding sort of hill country drums, uh, sort of Cedric Burnside style. He was a big influence of mine. Uh, he was also a friend. He's uh, one to check out if you've never listened or seen him play. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think a combination of, we definitely started local and then I don't know how it spiraled out of control really to where it's got to now, but it's yeah, a mixture of where I was already coming from um, definitely helps being a bluesman's daughter and um, I guess, yeah, just we had a little advantage, but not much of one. Still had to convince everyone. Mm. And it, again, for people who don't know about this sound, you've it's so heavy and great. It's got a really good chug to it, and the songs move you, which is the main thing I think in music. If you move into the to the to the beat into the sound, you, you kind of already there, and that's great. But then you've got the tightness of two great musicians. And again, people don't know you. You have got a background which is very long, but you've played with some of the greats, and you've also worked with Grammy winning blues record label, uh, Rough Records, and you've played with some big names the list is huge uh and it's and it's a massive take your hat off to you doing that do you think that gave you your trade already to be how tight you are on those drums because you aren't a sloppy player from looking and sounding what i've Mm -hmm. seen was that drilled into you by your old man back in the day when he was playing with his band because people don't know your dad he was very big up in the music scene as well wasn't he yeah definitely a combination of working with my dad who sort of taught me to always watch what he was doing mm. not in a, he was a bit like that with any drummer that worked with him but he had that sort of old school american you know front person thing of like and especially with blues music you have to because it can suddenly the dynamics are such that you can be up high and then the next minute it's like bang yeah and if you miss that stop and you miss that they're bringing it right down, obviously you're going to look like a total idiot. So it's a combination of working with dad and him teaching me to always, you know, be in tune with what was going on. Mm. And I also have spent a lot of time in Mississippi where I've played with tons of people out there who are now my friends, but uh, you know, I often wouldn't know a lot of the time I was maybe playing people's original material and I'd never played them before. And they maybe asked me sometimes on the day, like they needed a drummer. Can I go play with them tonight? And it would be a four hour gig and I'd never played with them before. So I was, it was doing that night after night. One of my trips there was three months. I stayed in Clarksdale, just this tiny little town, mm. like 17,000 people. Beautiful. I mean, just as, but yeah, I, you know, I was in these blues clubs playing with people whose material I didn't know, just having to be so in tune. I was definitely anxious a lot of the time, but, uh, you know, over time it's become second nature, I guess, to be. So that's made me 
I guess, a tight drummer. I'm definitely a groove drummer. I'm not. I love watching other drummers do flashy drum solos mm, and all that. Yeah. And I will, I will do a drum solo, but I think it's all about playing for the song and the music and being in tune with the other musicians in the band and not overplaying. Absolutely. And those people that don't understand about how you have to literally play raw for four hours each night with musicians that you don't know, that alone is a test, but it's the groove what you fall into with those musicians. And it just shows you how this music resonates with so many different musicians out. And how really it doesn't matter if you haven't played with these people, because in a way you're already there because you're on the seat and the music's already being played, if that makes sense. And it's just, I guess if you look all the way back to the 60s with the Beatles, when there was the Silver Beatles and the Beatles over in Hamburg, that's what they did every night. And that's what made them who they were, you know? And I guess yeah, you put your effort in and you've got your reward out of that, which is great stuff. What's the plans for 24? What's happening? 24? Well, wow. I'm, uh, I'm trying to crack the whip and get Lee to help me book some more shows. Um, I've already got about... 30 shows booked in for this year, which is not Beautiful. bad for the start of the year. Um, we we want to bring the EP out, uh-huh. which, uh, but before that, I would like to bring another single out and maybe get a video, all that, all that stuff. But uh-huh. it's uh, money, isn't it? So I might look at um, Hope Musicians are an amazing charity that I've worked with before. They do funding actually for to help bands like ourselves. You know, we haven't got a lot of money to play with, but mm-hmm. we do need all of that. All that promo music videos aren't cheap, are they? Unless you're wow. a talented self-taught videography. So, um, yeah, it's a yeah, we more shows, festivals, EP. Um, we've already got some cool, cool bits lined up. Um, last year we went to Norway. Well, a few months ago actually. So if we could get some shows in Europe that would be awesome to keep spreading the uh, the spice around. Absolutely. At some point, Lee's got to get to Mississippi. I think at some point that that's got to happen. Yeah. Um, because I think he gets really envious when I recall stories, and I yeah. feel a little bit guilty that he's not been, and we're in a blues band doing all this. But- you got to get out together. there and it'll happen for you guys, you know, and I guess once you get out there and get your name, you'll be probably a regular booking out there, you know, like with people like legendary Boogie Woogie pianist Ben Waters and Earl Jackson, people like uh, yeah. Liam Ward, Sons of Delta, they're the kind of people what you'll mingle with and you'll probably mingle with again with your own band and it's crazy how these jams come along and it's just, it's going to be a very interesting year, I think, for you guys, 2024. And I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening. And everybody can catch you on the socials. It's all there. You're in all the magazines. You're all over the place. It's great. <laughs> it's a great just to get to know you. And, you know, it's a great, it's a great opportunity for people just to get out there and see something different because you don't really see the sound that you're doing or hear the sound of what you're doing on the English circuits. And it's great. It's fantastic. I love it. They, not very often. I think that is when you said earlier about sort of, how we got to where we have so quickly and i think it's the fact that it's unusual to see two i mean we look younger than we are i don't know why because both sort of destroyed our bodies through various <laughs> means over yeah. the years yeah. but we do look like two fresh faced you know blonde little kids playing like this raunchy blues music mm-hmm. and you don't see many people doing that and yeah. we've 
kind of got the badge for, you know, I, I didn't really have a choice. I felt like my dad forced it on me from birth, really. But um, I do feel like it's in my blood. And Lee, he's an anomaly because he's not been born or raised with it. He sort of lives in a little seaside town in Devon. And he's never been out there, but he is probably the most authentic player, one of, yeah. in the country that I've ever met. And he, it's just a chance meeting. I kind of feel like he was sent to me in a little way. I've said this to him before by my dad, really. Um, strangely, where Lee lives, my dad kept talking about that place wow. the last couple of years of his life, which is... Uh, and he, he has quite a few similarities. So it's, I feel like he's, he was sent in some way. Not that I literally believe in all that stuff, but, yeah. you know. No, it's yeah, great. Something, really something's aligned. Yeah, it? absolutely. Yeah, I'm thankful for it. No, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a great story, and it's, it's very interesting to just sit down and talk to you about it, and I can't wait to showcase you guys even more. I look forward to seeing you on the road. Ladies and gentlemen, check them out. So yeah. the Fried Groove Queens, I've got to thank you, Lucy, for sitting down and talking to me. Thank you very much. Legend, lovely to talk to you too.